I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about what to do when it's not working. So when you're in your business, you're doing all the things, you're doing all the work, and it isn't working. You aren't getting the results that you want to. It's just not coming together. So first of all, I want to just say that this is a very real and normal experience in business. I think that this is something that you don't necessarily hear a lot of business experts or business coaches, that kind of thing talking about. I think that there's kind of this vibe maybe out there in the industry that like this is what you don't talk about, like we only focus on the positive or that kind of thing. And I think what this sets us up for is then feeling like we're doing something really wrong or maybe we're not cut out for this when things aren't working. And I think that a lot of times we'll get in this place where then it's like, okay, I need to look at other people who are successful, that things are working for, and figure out what they're doing right and I'm doing wrong or what they have that I don't have. And what your brain is always going to offer up in those moments is your insecurities, the things about you that you are insecure about that you see in those other people, that is then what your brain is going to think is the reason that it's not working for you. So it's going to be things like that person is an extrovert and I'm an introvert or that person has like a magnetic personality and I don't or, you know, that person just has a bigger network or, or whatever it is, right? Our brain is going to fill in what it thinks is missing and it's going to be wrong. The things that your brain sees that are the things that are missing, the things that are stopping you from being successful, these are not actually the things that are going to make the difference. Because you don't have to be a different person to be successful with your business. You don't have to be different than who you are. But your brain is going to offer that that is the answer. So the reason that I wanted to bring this maybe unusual topic of what to do when it's not working is to really give you some tangible things to do when you're in this place where you feel like the things that you're trying aren't working, you aren't hitting your goals, you're feeling frustrated, you're wanting to compare and then end up coming up lacking. This is what I want you to do instead. And then before we get into that, I really just want you to know that this isn't something to fear. This isn't something to like have like that pit in your stomach feeling about. I think sometimes when things aren't working in our business, that's what happens. Our brain goes to this like worst case scenario and what we aren't seeing in that moment is that this is the reality of business. 
things not working is the reality of business. Businesses are all about solving problems. And this is just another problem to solve. This isn't school where we're trying to figure out how to get an A and there's a rubric. This is something that is much more free form. This is something that there is no rule book or guide that there's 100% a way that's going to work for every single person. You have to figure out your own way. And what that's going to involve is failure. And what you're going to get from each failure, if you look for it, is information about moving forward. The only way that you won't move forward from a failure is if you choose to learn nothing from it, which is usually what's going to happen if you're comparing and feeling bad about yourself and all of those things. So I really want you to keep this in mind that handling a situation in your business when things feel like it's not working, responding to things not working in your business, this is literally your job as a business owner. This is your job. This is your job description. Like CEO of business, owner of business, your job is to figure out what's going on when things aren't working and figure out what to try next. And really, you should always, always be able to look at the situation in your business and figure out what to try, like what new thing to try. And I think this can be really hard, right? When we're in that really like despair place, when we are feeling really hopeless, when we are feeling like there's something wrong with me, this is never going to be able to work. And this is why it's so powerful to work with a coach because a coach is going to help you through those hard times. A coach is going to help you, first of all, like feel that disappointment and bounce back emotionally, but then also be able to look at the thing that isn't working, and figure out what are the options from here? What can I try next? So I want you to really have this in mind that things not working does not mean that your business won't work. (laughs) It means that you have a business. And all it means is that it's time to look at what do I need to learn here? What do I need to try? What needs to shift? So that is really the first step. When things aren't working, that's the first thing that you want to do. You want to look at the data and you want to look at where is the point where things aren't working. So if you think about this whole path that people take from first learning that you exist in the world all the way to saying yes, paying you, signing up to work with you, buying from you, whatever the thing is, right? Think about this whole journey that those people go through. There are steps along the way where they like take the next step, right? So first, they find out that you exist. That is the first step. People finding out that you exist. And the next step is deciding to hang out in your world, deciding to follow you, sign up for your email list, become a follower on some kind of platform, right? There's there's that next step of, okay, I've discovered this person exists. Yes, I'm going to join their world. And from there, there's various types of engagement, right? Like, are they opening your emails? Are they clicking through in your emails? Are they 
commenting on your Instagram post? Are they DMing you when they see your stories? Like, you know, there's all these different types of engagement metrics that you can look at and see, are people responding to what I'm putting out there? And then the next step after that would be, are they taking the next step towards purchasing from me? So maybe that is going to the sales page, adding the thing to their cart, booking a sales call with you. This takes a lot of different forms. It really depends on your business sales process and structure. But that next step of moving closer towards the sale. And then that final one is actually going all the way, right? And I think if you have a sales call process, there's going to be like people booking the call, people coming to the call, people saying no on the call, then yes on the call, but ghosting. There's all of these different phases along the way. So it's not necessarily like a three-step process, but I want you to like break apart all of the potential steps that somebody could go through from first step, finding out that you exist, to last step, actually paying you, working with you, buying your product, whatever it is. There's many different steps in between that are highly dependent on what's going on in your business, what type of business you have, what structures you have set up in that business, but You can do this personally for your business. You can lay out all of those steps and then figure out where is the furthest out one that's having the breakdown. So is it that people are going through all of the things, getting on the sales call with you and then saying no? Okay, then we need to look at the sales call. We need to figure out what's going on there. Is it that people are doing all the things, even clicking through your email and going to the sales page, but then they drop off? Okay, something's up with your sales page. We need to look at that. For some of you, it truly might be that you're really not putting in effort in step number one. New people finding out that you exist. So you have your existing group of people who know you exist and you keep putting out value, you keep putting out offers to them, but you're not growing the number of people who know that you exist. This is going to impact your business and your business's ability to grow and make money. And for some of you, if it's never been a focus and your business used to work and now it's not working, It means you need to focus on this. Audience growth always needs to be a part of your business and your marketing strategy. So this is step number one, looking at that data, looking for where is the breakdown and being really honest with yourself. And so you want to be honest. You also want to do that with a lot of compassion because what you're going to discover is that something that you are doing isn't working. And that can be sad, (laughs) especially if you are somebody who's extra sensitive to rejection or those types of things. I know for me, I absolutely hate to have to go through something that I've written or recorded or that kind of thing and like evaluate it to figure out what went wrong. But there's so much to learn. I frequently talk about this example 
of rewatching one of my webinars and seeing myself be like, the best part is the price. It was totally coming from me thinking people will buy something just because it's cheaper. This is not true, by the way. They won't just buy something because it's cheaper. They want to buy the thing that they know is actually going to meet their need. That's actually going to help them. That is why people buy, not because it's cheap. (laughs) So I want you to be willing to like have that vulnerability, have that curiosity, that honesty with yourself, but meet yourself with a lot of compassion because that is really hard to do, really uncomfortable to do. So have that compassion for yourself, look through the data, do that evaluation, and that's going to give you a lot of insight into why is this not working and what can I do to tweak it and then try again? Because that's really how this is done. That's how all of us who are successful are approaching our businesses. So I don't just like set a goal and then make a plan and put it into the world and ta-da, it works just because like I deserve for it to work and I'm amazing. That is not how it works. I make a goal, I make a plan, I put it out in the world, I get data and feedback and then I have to go and evaluate. And sometimes the data and feedback is, hey, I hit my goal. Sometimes it's, I hit my goal, but I barely made it there. Sometimes it's, I didn't hit my goal. There's all kinds of variations along the way. And I think like one of the biggest things that I have learned is like, there's really not this binary of like, it's working or it's not working. There's always things that are working and things that aren't. It isn't this binary of I was successful or I'm not successful. There's a like zero dollar. There's a my goal or beyond my goal. And then there's a lot of things in between, right? Like with the launch that I just did, there was like, (laughs) I called it like the doomsday number (laughs) where it was like, this is like the worst that I could imagine it going, but I looked at the numbers and we'd actually still be okay if this is what happened. And then I had the like, this feels like a more like accurate, like this is kind of what I think is realistic to happen, right? And then there's like, this is what I would love for it to happen. And I always recommend that you create your launch plans, your marketing plans, all of that based on that, this is what I would love to happen number, not the like doomsday or the this is what I think is likely numbers. So you need to have that context too. Like it's not as simple as like it's working or it's not working or like nobody is interested or whatever. Like it's never... It's never like that and it's never personal. And I think that that is what makes this moment in business where things aren't working or they feel like they're not working. That's what makes it so hard is that it feels very personal. And so I always want you to really approach yourself with so much gentleness and compassion because of that. And then also work to get to this place where you do see that this isn't personal. This isn't a personal rejection of you. This isn't, you know, people rejecting you. This also isn't you not being worthy. 
it's not any of that. It's just, hey, there's a problem in the business and it's my job to figure it out. That's really what it is for all of us. Okay, so you've looked at the data. You've gotten really honest with yourself. You've looked at the breakdown. You've got some ideas of what you could try next. I also want you to think about this. What is working or what has worked for me before? Because our tendency is to look at all the things that aren't working. And remember I said in our business, there's always things that are working and always things that aren't working. Our tendency is to look at the things that aren't working and like grapple with them and struggle with them and nitpick at them and try to make them work. When what we could really do is just set those down and double down on the things that do work and continue to try new things as appropriate. We don't have to make every single thing work. So you might see that you know somebody else is doing some particular social media platform or something like that in their business, and you're like, well, I should be doing that too. I should make that work too. Maybe that's not your way. There are going to be things in your business that just are easier for you. And it's okay for you to choose the easier option. Like there's enough hard stuff in your business. We don't have to like make it artificially hard by struggling with things that just aren't working. There are plenty of things that are working and will work for you, for you to explore. So I really, really encourage you to focus on what is working. And not only is this just like a useful strategy, like tangibly, but also it's going to get your attention on the idea of things working. And that's just going to feel better. And then the way that you show up in your business when you're feeling better is better. It's more attractive to people. So I want you to really explore this, have fun with this, and force your brain to look for what is working and what has worked. Last thing, I say this in Mama to CEO sometimes, if you are not signing a client, there might be a reason that you don't want a client. And so you need to explore that. You need to be curious about that and get honest about that. I have a client who had a struggling business for a long time. Like she just, she like couldn't crack the code. She would like have periods of things working and then it would not work. And it was just like this stop start. And what she finally realized is that she didn't actually want to do that kind of business. So she had this like internal resistance and it wasn't even conscious in her mind, but it was impacting her. So that's why I bring up this question. I want you to be willing to look at that. If I'm not signing clients, let's just be curious. Is there a reason that I don't want to? Or if there was a reason I didn't want clients, what might it be? I think that'll get your brain working in some some interesting places. And it's not necessarily that you truly don't want a client, right? It's not necessarily that you don't want this business, but 
it might be that you are protecting yourself from signing more clients or from growing this business bigger. So you just want to like dig in there and figure out like if I'm trying to protect myself from something, what is that something that I'm trying to protect myself from? So these are the things to look at when you feel like your business isn't working. And I've said it so many times throughout this episode, but I want to just say it again. Self-compassion is so important in this process. You aren't like not cut out for business. You aren't sabotaging your business. It isn't that you don't want it bad enough. Like so many of the teachings out there around your business not working are so shame-filled. And so I want you to really not have that approach, to have an approach that is not based in shame because that's not going to serve you. That's not going to help. Like shame isn't a motivational emotion. It's not going to get you into action. Shame makes us hide and withdraw. Shame makes us feel separate from other people. All of these things, separating from other people, withdrawing, hiding, all of these things make our business not work even more because human connection and relationships are how we build our businesses. So first you need to be in this place where you're not shaming yourself, you're not feeling shame, and then you are able to explore from the perspective of, hey, sometimes things in business just don't work. That is the reality of business. Now what? It's my job to figure it out and explore. All right, everyone. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I will talk to you all next time. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, Mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com, M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com.